Greetings to you, my brothers and my sisters. I am excited and delighted to be here again, bringing the word of Yahweh to you. I had quite a wonderful time presenting part one of The Mark of the Beast, The Identity of the Beast. Many of you have been blessed, I know that, and we are coming up with part two of The Beast Exposed. We finished off with, But the beast with lamb-like horns spake as a dragon, and he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast. You see, brothers and sisters, the America where many people have ran to for salvation, to start a new life, to flee from persecution with the Statue of Liberty at its borders welcoming people of all walks of life the land of opportunity where the pot of gold is supposedly this very nation will speak as a dragon you will see the true colors of the United States of America who will give power to the beast the first beast she will give power to the first beast whose deadly wound was healed look at the movement of america with the vatican look at the relationship of america brothers and sisters we are in the last days of earth's history there is no time for isms and schisms in the body of yahweh there is no time for infighting there's no time for seeking the accolades of man or the titles of doctorate, masters or bishops just as an outward sign but inside the heart is destitute of the Holy Spirit. Now is a time to pull together just as governments around the world are pulling together to fight COVID-19 so the church of the living Yeshua Hamashiach the son of the most high who died for the church should be pulling together to fight the forces of darkness for there is an unseen war just as COVID-19 is an unseen enemy the devil and his host of angels fighting against Yahweh's church but one thing we do know unlike COVID-19 is that the gates of hell shall not prevail against Yahweh's people we will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. Once again, we are studying part two of The Mark of the Beast. The Beast Exposed. We will just recap on these points that the Bible described the beast as. As Revelation 13 states, A. It rises from the sea. Verse 1. 
It is the composite of the four beasts in Daniel chapter 7, verse 2. The dragon gives it power and authority, verse 2. It receives a deadly wound, verse 3. Its deadly wound is healed. It is a strong political power, G. It is a strong religious power, verse 3 and 8, H. It is guilty of blasphemy, verse 1, 5 and 6. It wars with and overcomes the saints, verse 7. J. It rules for 42 months or 1,260 literal years, verse 5. And finally, K. It has a mysterious number, 666, verse 18. We will now continue with part two of The Mark of the Beast, Exposing the Beast after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel, Part 2, Exposing the Beast. Let us pray, Father in Heaven, as we look to your word yet again, this very important topic of the mark of the beast, many salvation will hinge on receiving or rejecting this word. So I pray that your Holy Spirit will Give them receptive hearts and that they would understand you love us so much that you gave us your sure word of prophecy, allowing us to know what is to come upon the earth in the future. So I thank you for drawing near, Father in heaven, and I thank you for giving power to your word. In your son's name with thanksgiving, amen. But what is the image to the beast, you may ask, and how is it to be formed? The image is made by the two-horned beast and is an image to the beast. Then, to learn what the image is like and how it is to be formed, we must study the characteristics of the beast itself, the papacy. When the early church became corrupted by departing from the simplicity of the gospel and accepting heathen rites and customs, she lost the spirit and power of Yahweh. In order to control the consciences of the people, she sought the support of the secular power or the government. The result was the papacy, a church that controlled the power of the state and employed it to further her own ends, especially for the punishment of heresy. In order for the United States to form an image of the beast, the religious power must so control the civil government that the authority of the state will also be employed by the church to accomplish her own ends. Church and state must join together. Look at the relationship with the United States of America and Rome, the papacy. Everything that happens between them is of great importance because the United States of America did break away from that very institution had to flee there to avoid the oppression of the church. Whenever the church has obtained secular power, 
she has employed it to punish the dissent from her doctrines. Protestant churches that have followed in the steps of Rome by forming alliance with worldly powers have manifested a similar desire to restrict liberty of conscience. Rome murdered, martyred, slayed millions, tens of millions of people in the most grotesque and horrible and unimaginable ways because she considered them heretics, not following her dogmas and her teaching. And this will happen again when the image to the beast is instituted. My brother and my sister, this is no time for playing church. This is no time to be sleeping and slumbering. This is a time where the trumpet has to be blown in Zion, where the watchmen have to blow the trumpet and give it a certain sound. You see, my brother and my sister, that is why they make fire bells and fire alarms to put in businesses and homes, so that when you are asleep, you will hear the fire alarm sounding and you will have advance notice to get out from the first sign of smoke and a fire alarm is loud it is not a pleasant sound because it's got to wake you up it has got to rouse you from your sleep and your slumber no one will buy a fire alarm that whispers fire fire no you will get a bell that just shocks you out of your sleep and assaults your your auditory senses this is what revelation is. It is a fire bell to the world. It is waking you up violently from a sleep and a slumber so that you may wake up and recognize the time that you are living in. So this word I am bringing to you is the prophetic fire alarm because the world will be going up in flames, literally. An example of this is given in the long-continued persecution of dissenters by the Church of England. During the 16th and 17th centuries, thousands of nonconformist ministers were forced to flee from their churches and many, both of pastors and people, were subjected to fine, imprisonment, torture, and martyrdom. Yes, burnt at the stake, burnt alive, eaten by wild dogs and wild lions, thrown off of cliffs. Oh, my brother and my sister, it was a terrible time for the person or the man or the woman who trusted in Yahweh. But as the scripture says, if you save your life, you shall lose it. And if you lose your life for my sake, you shall find it. Many people recanted and turned their back on Yahweh, turned their back on Yeshua so that they may live. But still tens upon tens of millions, oh yes, lay down their life for the Lamb of Yahweh. It was apostasy that led the church to seek the aid of the civil government, and this prepared the way for the deployment of the papacy, the beast. Said Paul, there shall come a falling away, and that man of sin be revealed. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 3. So the papacy in the church will prepare the way for the image of the beast. Did Yahweh predict such an attempted change? Of course. In describing the Antichrist in Daniel 7 verse 25, Yahweh said it would intend to change times and laws. And this is how the papacy tried to change Yahweh's laws. In three ways. In her catechism, she has one, omitted the second commandment against veneration of images, and two, 
shortened the fourth, which is the Sabbath commandment, from 94 words to just eight. The Sabbath commandment, Exodus 20 verse 8 to 11, clearly specifies Sabbath as the seventh day of the week. As changed by the papacy in its catechism, the commandment reads, Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day. Written thus, it can refer into two commandments. How has the papacy attempted to change Yahweh's times? In two ways. One, she attempted to change the time of the Sabbath from the seventh day to the first day. She also attempted to change Yahweh's timing for the beginning and closing hours of the Sabbath. Instead of counting the Sabbath day from sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday night as Yahweh mandates in Leviticus 23 verse 32, she adopted the pagan Roman custom of counting the day from midnight Saturday to midnight Sunday night. Yahweh predicted these changes. Yahweh predicted these changes would be attempted by the beast or antichrist. Notice the following section from a Catholic catechism. Question. Which is the Sabbath day? Answer. Saturday is the Sabbath day. Question. Why do we observe Sunday instead of Saturday? Answer. We observe Sunday instead of Saturday because the Catholic Church transferred the solemnity from Saturday to Sunday. Here is another Catholic statement. The Church is above the Bible, and this transference of Sabbath observance from Saturday to Sunday is proof positive of that fact. This is another pompous statement and such great words that is being spoken against Yahweh. Yes, she is claiming divine authority, and Yahweh said, whatever he has blessed, it shall be blessed forever. The papacy is saying in these references that its successful change of the Sabbath observance to Sunday worship is proof that its authority is greater or above scripture. Now, brothers and sisters, who gave the scripture? Yahweh himself gave the scripture to his prophets by his Holy Spirit inspiring them. So if the papacy, if the Roman Catholic Church is saying that it has power to change Yahweh's laws, Yahweh's commandments, and that its authority is greater or above scripture, then she is saying that she is just as Yahweh is or have the same authority as Yahweh. Such great blasphemy and pompous words against the Most High. And you can find that in Peter Gehrman, The Convert's Catechism of Catholic Doctrine, St. Louis B. Herder, Book 1957, Edition, page 50. Or The Catholic Record, London, Ontario, Canada, September 1, 1923. Now this is a question I'm going to ask you, and I want you to ponder it deeply. How could anyone in good conscience attempt to change Yahweh's holy day? Well, we asked the papacy, did you really change Sabbath to Sunday? She replies, yes, we did. It is our symbol or mark of authority and power. Let that soak in for a bit. We ask, how could you even think of doing that? While it's a pertinent question, the question the papacy officially asks Protestants is even more pertinent. And I would read this question and I want you to ponder it also carefully. So the Protestant is asking the Catholic, or Rome, or the Papacy, how could you even dare change Yahweh's Sabbath day 
from Saturday to Sunday. So here is how the papacy or Rome fired back with another question to the protestant. You will tell me that Saturday was the Jewish Sabbath, but that the Christian Sabbath has been changed to Sunday. Changed? But by whom? Who has authority to change an express commandment of Almighty Yahweh? When Yahweh has spoken and said, Thou shalt keep holy the seventh day, who shall dare to say, Nay, thou mayest work and do all manner of worldly business on the seventh day, but thou shalt keep holy the first day in its stead? This is the most important question, which I know not how you can answer. You are a protestant, and you profess to go by the Bible and the Bible only. Yet in so important a matter as the observance of one day in seven as a holy day, you go against the plain letter of the Bible and you put another day in the place of that day which the Bible has commanded. The command to keep holy the seventh day is one of ten commandments. You believe that the other nine are still binding. Who gave you authority to tamper with the fourth? If you are consistent with your own principles, if you rarely follow the Bible and the Bible only, you ought to be able to produce some portion of the New Testament in which this fourth commandment is expressly altered. You see now, so it is like this. The protestant is asking Rome or the papacy, how could they change the Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday? But the papacy is saying, you are going to church and worshiping on Sunday. Where is the proof in the Bible that allows you to not observe the Sabbath commandment? So the protestant cannot say anything because every Sunday worshiper today, everyone who goes to church on Sunday and say that they will die a Catholic, they will die a Methodist, they will die a Baptist, you are in danger, my friend, of receiving the mark of the beast because Rome, the papacy, is saying boldly she changed the day from Yahweh's holy Sabbath day to Sunday of which there is no scriptural authority and yet still today, the Sunday worshiper is still going to church on Sunday and is saying that they are not following the Catholic Church? That is a hypocritical statement and maybe the person who is saying that does not understand the underlying principles that they are dealing with. They don't understand what is happening. They met their father, their mother, their grandparents, their great-grandparents. They met the world doing it and they are following suit because why? Yahweh's way is the straight and narrow way and few there be that go in but the broad way, the broad way, the easy way, many are going straight to hell in that broad way. As long as they refuse as long as they refuse to heed Yahweh's warning and obey Yahweh's commandment, they will go straight into the flames of hell with the beast and the dragon. Now what solemn warning has Yahweh given regarding his law and his sign or mark? This is the answer found in Malachi 2, 7-9. Yahweh warns religious leaders against causing people to stumble by saying that some commandments do not matter. For example, some ministers teach it doesn't matter what day you keep. This is what's going to take a lot of preachers to hell. And a lot of members are going straight to hell along with them. Do you want your pastor to open the gates of hell for you to walk in? Do you want to follow your pastor straight to hell as some follow Jim Jones or David Koresh? Do you want to lose your soul over disobedience to Yahweh's commandments? 
If Yahweh says it, I believe it, and that settles it for me. Your pastor will not preach the truth to you. Your pastor will not because the day your pastor preached these sermons, he has to close down the church because he knows that he will expose himself. He knows the truth and he keeps the doors open on Sundays because he wants power, because he wants prestige, because his heart is hardened against Yahweh's scripture and he's taking you to hell with it. Many pastors out there recognize that the truth, the commandments of Yahweh are to be kept today, but they don't want to give up their power and authority. Well, they'll go straight to hell with that power and authority, but please don't fight follow them into the gates of hell. Yahweh warns people who want their ministers to preach smooth fables rather than the truth about his law. This is what it says. Let me read it for you. Isaiah 30 verse 9 and 10. This is a rebellious people, lying children, children who will not hear the law of Yahweh, who say to the seers, do not see, and to the prophets, do not prophesy to us right things, speak to us smooth things prophesy deceits. There it is from the word of Yahweh. People don't want to hear the truth. They do not want to hear messages like this. They want to hear soothing messages, soothing to the ears. But I am going to disturb your equilibrium. I am going to disturb your ears today because I am bringing the word of Yahweh to you fully unadulterated. Thus saith Yahweh. And if this offends you, I pray that you will come around before the seven plagues falls upon you or before you walk into hell behind your soothe-speaking, buttery-speaking, buttery-mouth preacher. Yahweh states that the upheaval, tragedy, problems, and woes of earth come because people refuse to follow his law and have even tried to change it. Read Isaiah 24 verse 4 and 6. Revelation 13 verse 16 says, People will receive the mark of the beast in their forehead or in the hand. What does this mean? Listen carefully. The forehead represents the mind. That's where decision is being made. Hebrews 10 16. A person will be marked in the forehead by a decision to keep Sunday as a holy day. Many people say, I was born a Methodist, I will die a Methodist. I was born a Baptist, I will die a Baptist. I was born a Catholic, and I will die a Catholic. Those people will receive the mark of the beast in their mind because they made a conscious decision to refuse to accept Yahweh's Ten Commandments Sabbath and to obey His commandments. The hand is a symbol of work, Ecclesiastes 9.10. A person will be marked in the hand by working on Yahweh's holy Sabbath or by going along with Sunday laws for practical reason, example his job or family. Imagine in this COVID-19 era, many people don't have work and they're looking to the government for handouts. Single parents, young female mothers who need food to survive have to try all means and methods to get money. Some of them lay down their dignity to get money to feed their children. But my brother and my sisters, this COVID-19 is a dress rehearsal because remember, no mask, no sanitization, no transaction, no business is going to be done without those things that the government implemented. So therefore, this is dress rehearsal for the mark of the beast. If you do not have the mark of the beast, you cannot buy nor sell. Just like the signs and the, and the enforcers going around checking to see if the stores or businesses are in compliance with the COVID-19 mandates 
or they will be fined a thousand dollars or you or you and me who wear no mask will be fined one hundred dollars this is what is happening we are being indoctrinated or being acclimatized to what is coming up next with the mark of the beast my brother and my sisters so the sign or mark for either Yahweh or the beast will be invisible to people. You will, in essence, mark yourself by accepting either Yahweh's mark, the Sabbath, or the mark of the beast, Sunday. Though invisible to men, Yahweh will know who has which mark, 2 Timothy 2.19. You see, just like how we say that we are fighting an invisible enemy, COVID-19, we cannot see it and that COVID-19 is not playing with us, therefore we are not playing with it. Well, please, do not play with your soul salvation. Do not play with your life because the mark of the beast is a real thing. It is real. Yahweh's word is real and you can trust it with your life. This is a clear and present danger. And I am warning you, I am ringing the fire bell and I am going to make you uncomfortable with Yahweh's word so that your soul may be saved. According to Isaiah 58 verse 1, 13 and 14. What decisive message does Yahweh deliver to his people in the last days? It says, Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, tell my people their transgression. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, then you shall delight yourself in Yahweh. Isaiah 58 verse 1, 13 and 14. Yahweh's Sabbath day is a delight. We must not do our own affairs, our own pleasure on it, because it is that day that we look to Yahweh as our creator, our redeemer, our sanctifier. And that is why Satan wants the Sabbath out of the way, because if you remove the Sabbath out of the way, then you remove Yahweh out of the way. And that is impossible to happen. Heaven and earth will move away first before one jot or one tittle is moved or adjusted or repealed or taken away from Yahweh's law. He says to tell his people that they are sinning because they are trampling on his holy day. And he asks them to quit breaking the Sabbath so he can bless them. He wants his messenger to speak loudly so the people will hear. Notice that the third angel of Revelation 14, 9-12, who brings the message about the mark of the beast, speaks with a loud voice. The message is too important to treat as ordinary. It's a life or death issue. Yeshua says his sheep or people will follow him when he calls them. John 10, 16-27 There are many people out there who are willing to come out, but because of friends and family, they are afraid to come. You see, because they have joined in with teasing the Seventh-day Adventist Church and calling them seven devils and all sort of insulting names. But let me tell you something. Put away pride. Put away pride and step over the line. For Yahweh is coming soon. And this is the decision that has to be made. A decision to obey Yahweh or a decision to obey Satan. It doesn't matter how he appears like an angel of light. Satan will try to get many people into hell. He will blind them with the things that are being said by the pastors, the smooth words, the buttery words, and lead you straight into hell. So my warning to you, my admonition to you, is to please speak to Yahweh, wrestle with him, weep, ask him to show you the way. 
and I know definitely that you will accept the truth of the living Yahweh. Why do people worship on Sunday as a holy day? This is a very important question I'm going to ask. Do people who worship on Sunday as a holy day have the mark of the beast? Well, absolutely not. No, no one will have the mark of the beast until Sunday worship becomes an issue forced by law. At that time, those who decide to follow the false teachings of the beast and worship on Sunday, the beast's counterfeit holy day, will receive his mark. Those who follow Yeshua and obey his truth will keep his Sabbath day holy and receive his mark also. Those who expect to refuse the beast's mark in the future must step under Yeshua's Sabbath banner now, presently now. His power is available to those who obey him, Acts 5.32. Without him, we can do nothing, John 15.5. With him, all things are possible, Mark 10.27. According to the book of Revelation, who did John see in Yahweh's eternal kingdom? The answer is a threefold one and very clear. Those who have Yahweh's mark are signed his Sabbath in their foreheads, Revelation 7, 3 and 4. Those who refuse to identify with the beast or his image and who refuse to have his mark or name in their foreheads, Revelation 15, 2. The people who, today and for eternity, follow Yeshua where he leads, trusting him fully in everything, Revelation 14, 4. What is Yeshua saying to people today? He is saying, He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life, John 8, 12. What a fantastic promise. If we follow him, we will not end up in darkness, but will instead have glorious truth. Further, following him and keeping his Sabbath will put Yahweh's mark on your foreheads and protect us from the dreadful plagues, Psalms 91 verse 10, that will fall upon the disobedient, Revelation 16. It also marks us as ready for translation at Yeshua's second coming. What a blessed protection and assurance Yahweh has offered us. My brothers and my sisters, the word of Yahweh says that the mysterious number 666, 666, Revelation 13, 18, is the number of the name of the beast. What man do you think of when you think of the papacy? Naturally, we think of the Pope. What is his official name? Here is a Catholic quote. The title of the Pope of Rome is Vicarious Philae Dei. The English is Vicar of the Son of Yahweh. The numeral letters of his name shall make up this number. I will attempt to allow you to recognize that these numbers does add up to 666. Get a piece of paper and write down vertically these names and I will give you the numerical value for each letter of the name and we will add them up together at the end and you will see that we will end up with 666. Yahweh said it is the number of a man, meaning an organization headed by man. V is equal to 5. I is equal to 1. C is equal to 100. A is equal to 0. R is 0. I is 1. U is 5. U and V also has the same numerical value. S is 0. 
add them up together, you get 112. Philae. F is 0, I is 1, L is 50. I is 1, I is 1, that is 53. Di. D is 500, E is 0, I is equal to 1, that is 501. So now let's do the maths. 112 plus 53 plus 501 is 666. There you go. The word of Yahweh. This institution is that of a man. The mark of the beast has been exposed. Yahweh's word can be trusted. It is the number of a man. This institution is headed by a man and he is the Pope in the Vatican. Do you have any doubts in your mind about Yahweh's word? Brothers and sisters, you will discover more astounding information as you continue to tune in to Proclaim Gospel. These messages will explain the role of the United States in Earth's final conflict, how churches and religions of the world will be involved, what world conditions will precipitate Earth's final battle. My brother and sister, Yahweh is asking you to keep his holy seventh-day Sabbath as a sign that you have accepted his salvation and will follow him wherever he leads. Will you decide to begin keeping his Sabbath holy? The question before us now, the Sabbath question, is to be the issue in the great final conflict in which all the world will act apart. Men have honored Satan's principles above the principles that rule in the heavens. They have accepted the spurious Sabbath, which Satan has exalted as the sign of his authority. But Yahweh has set his seal upon his royal requirement. Each Sabbath institution, both true and false, bears the name of its author that shows the authority of each. The mark of the beast is not yet applied. Sunday keeping is not yet the mark of the beast and will not be until the decree goes forth, causing men to worship this idol Sabbath. The time will come when this day will be the test, but that time has not come yet. Brothers and sisters, we are living in serious times. Put your trust in Yahweh, and he will stand up for you on that day. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. Your word is clear. The mark of the beast is a clear and present danger to the entire world. But I thank you that you have given us your sure word of prophecy. You have allowed us to recognize what is going to come upon the earth. We have seen the great prophecies of the Bible come and pass. Now we are entering the threshold of the mark of the beast. So Father, I pray that you will please touch the hearts and minds of those who hear this word. That they will put away pride. They will put away the, the wisdom of man and the teachings of the commandments and doctrines of man. And that they will obey you before. Your wrath is poured out upon them without mixture. So Father, I pray in your son's name that your will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for saving many. Thank you for opening their minds and their understanding. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen.
this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.